And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding. How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Welcome to the Daily Ding. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me tonight, it's my guy, Will Guillory. Well, what's up? What's up, man? It's been a while since me and you have done a pod. So, uh, and I we know. picked a great night to come back, right? Woo. What a, an amazing night of games, man, all over the place. Sheesh, this, especially the way this night ended. We're going to start where the night ended in San Francisco. We got a Monty Morris buzzer beater to beat the Warriors 117 to 116. How did this play unfold there at the end, Will? Man, I always say when the game's on the line, you can't leave Monty Morris open. That's the guy that kills you <laughs> every the- time. I'm telling you. <laughs> As the saying goes, I mean, but it, it was just it was just typical Jokic, man. He's having an unbelievable night finish with 35, 17 and eight, you know, a, a light stat line for, for Jokic. And yeah. they, it comes down to the final play. Of course, they put the ball in Jokic's hands. Of course, he goes to the basket. The double team comes. And what does Jokic do? The same thing he always does. Makes the simple pass. Mighty Morris is standing right there on the wing, wide open. Steph kind of got lost in no man's land, didn't know whether to double, didn't know whether he was switching with the guy who was behind him. I think it might have been uh, Toscano Anderson, I think, on the baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and Jokic just found the weakness in their in their defense. Mighty Morris was wide open, bang, game over. Uh, just a big win for Denver, and they're just chugging along, man. Jokic is putting up these crazy numbers. They don't have Murray, they don't have Porter, and, and they're right in the thick of things in the West. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing what Jokic has done with this kind of skeleton crew of a team. And, you know, credit to the coaching staff and to Jokic for all they've done. You know, the Warriors just went cold there at the end. You know, they're up mm-hmm. two and a half minutes left, 113 to 106. It, it kind of felt like they went on cruise control a little bit. Really, everybody but Otto Porter went on cruise control. Otto Porter was just like a rebounding <laughs> monster for the last couple really minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah, he has been good, uh, but the other guys just couldn't make shots. You know, Andrew Wiggins had a had a chance to get a shot up. Uh, Clay Thompson missed. We had the Kevon Looney missed two free throws there at the end, and you know all of that kind of adds up. And the Nuggets just kind of keep kind of plugging away. They make the right plays. They're making easy shots, and then when the game's on the line. I, j- I would just, you know, Jokic has been one of the scarier guys in the NBA, whether it's off the pass, whether it's off the shot. I mean, he's just been incredible in crunch time. I mean, I don't think you can really say definitively there are three guys in the league you trust more than Jokic in, in those situations. Whether yeah. it's to get an easy shot at the rim, he can hit the three-pointer, he'll find somebody on the wing, he makes free throws. I mean, the guy's so efficient and so smart in those situations, and he just gets good shots all the time. Typically you would think of a, of a LeBron James, Kevin Durant type of wing who's going to hit those step back jumpers. Nah, Jokic just kind of walks you down into the paint, waits to see if the double's coming. And if not, he's going to hit that little hook shot. 
And if you miss yep. it, he's going to tip it right in. <laughs> it's just easy yeah, for him. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's crazy how good he is. And, and I mean, he won the MVP last year, and I think he's been even better this year. And he's yeah. not even really in the conversation right now for MVP, which is crazy. Uh, but, I mean, they're only a game back out of five seed right now, which is really interesting going into the All-Star break, what they can be, because it seems like Murray's relatively close. Maybe March, we'll see. So uh, they're going to be dangerous when the playoffs come around. If Murray can kind of get his legs under him, uh, I can't wait to see what they look like and who they end up matching up with in that first round. Well, the most important stat is that the Nuggets are currently 8-0 since DeMarcus Cousins joined the team. So I think uh, as long as they can keep Boogie on the team, that this this team is, is headed for, for greatness. The Boogie effect. That's right. Uh, let's go to L.A., where the Lakers make a comeback and defeat the Ooh. Utah Jazz 105-101. to uh, Big time win for the Lakers, who just they just need something good, especially after AD goes down in the first half. They just needed something good. Oh, oh my God, that AD injury looked so nasty. I, I mean, it's his bad. ankle touched the ground. I, I mean, obviously, he's going to be out through All-Star break, but we'll see how long he's out because th- that was a really nasty-looking injury. Uh, yep. Just a, another unfortunate incident for him. He already missed some time with that knee injury. He's probably going to miss some time with that ankle injury. Just a really wow. tough overall season for AD. But, man, this, is just, this just felt like – a typical LeBron game where, you know, in LA where the stars are out, Aaron Donald sitting courtside, the the Super Bowl champ, and LeBron gets a little stuffy in the fourth quarter. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna just start roaring here. And he, he scores 10 in a row. He's yep. he's buzzing at the crowd. He's chirping at the refs. He had a little typical LeBron flop play where he gets Royce O'Neal on the screen and they end up reversing. I'm like, whoa, that, that never happens with LeBron. And I, the biggest shot of the game, LeBron drives in. He's kind of stuck, and he kicks it out to who? Austin Reeves. Uh, we're sticking Austin with the Reeves. <laughs> we're sticking with the who would have guessed it? This guy hit a big shot theme, but Austin right. Reeves comes up with the biggest shot of the game. Shoots three. He's yelling at the crowd, and just a really tough nose win for the Lakers after losing AD in the, in the first half. And just like you said, man, they needed a win like this. They needed just to feel good about themselves. Uh, you know, just like I said, they got some stars sitting courtside. LeBron, LeBron's feeling good when he's walking off the court. They just needed some good vibes out there in L.A., and this was this was big for them. Yeah, they outscored Utah 35-22 in the fourth quarter. Really big night for Donovan Mitchell, who scored 37 yeah. points on 24 shots. And, you know, they kind of had trouble getting consistency out of anybody else. Rudy Gobert, 28 minutes, three shots. What do we, what do we make of that? Just a just a non-factor. And at the end of the game, LeBron was just targeting him in pick and roll every time. They were, you know, trying to force the switch and trying to go directly at Rudy every time. And I think, yep. you know, this is this game is just another example of the people who are for for the people who are skeptical about Utah and their ability to deal with these small ball lineups. You know, once AD left the game and the, the Lakers really turned up their defensive intensity. Utah just really struggled to find an answer. Uh, you know, Donovan had 37, but he had 26 in the first half. He was going crazy yeah. in the first half. And then uh, and then the Lakers kind of switched up their defensive schemes. They started attacking them a little bit more in pick-and-roll situations. And they just really struggled to find an answer. And a big part of it was 
Gobert just really wasn't doing much, which is crazy. Uh, we always have this conversation where teams go small and Rudy just can't take control of the game like you would expect a dominant center to do. Uh, but, yeah, we're just going to keep having this conversation through the playoffs, just how Utah can handle these small ball lineups and what is Rudy Gobert going to do to respond when teams are putting like six six dudes on them. Will, have you ever hit rock bottom only to find out that the real rock bottom is much lower than you thought? Uh, yeah, for sure. I would have called that the uh, the 2018-19 season, Anthony Davis. <laughs> the man of the trade. That was the rock bottom. You know what you call it now? We call it the Knicks. That's, that's, oh, what, God. that's what you call the Knicks, who were up 28 on the Nets tonight. And somehow they just find ways to lose. It's been incredible. I, I don't really, I don't really get how we've gotten here, but the Knicks continue to find ways to lose. They lost to the Nets tonight without Durant, obviously no Kyrie, no Ben Simmons. They're not there. We had Cam Thomas sparking a 15, nothing run. Killer Cam to to win this game. He hit this deep three with seven seconds left to just ice the game. Or Katie is just like dancing on the sidelines. Unbelievable. <laughs> but man, what what do we do with this Knicks squad? You know what the sad part is? Is like uh, when you said that, I was like, is this rock bottom for the Knicks? Like, <laughs> like it feels they, like they it's just going like to keep digging. going down. Like they're just digging a tunnel <laughs> somehow. Like there's no bottom. I mean, in the month of February, they've blown. Three 20 point leads, three, and we're halfway through the month. Uh, I mean, they were up 27 with like 10 minutes left in the second quarter. This thing was over immediately, except, of course, it was the Knicks. So it, it wasn't over. The, the, it was the typical, their starting lineup just came out dead to start the second half. Brooklyn just marched their way back into the game, turned into ISO ball. And, and man, it's just so bad out there with the Knicks right now that. Three and thirteen over the last sixteen games, uh, man. I, I I just don't know what you do with this squad. I don't know what's the answer going to be in, in off season, but it's it's just so bad, and it just keeps getting worse. It feels like every time you think it's the rock bottom, they just keep digging the hole even further. It's crazy. So the Memphis Grizzlies fall to the red hot. Blazers. Hot Everyone fire. thought the Blazers were tanking. Like, this is all over. Let's enter the tank race. Well, no. They've won four in a row. John Morant, career high, 44 points. He tied that tonight. Doesn't matter. Desmond Bain goes for 30. Doesn't matter. The Grizzlies shoot 10 more free throws than them. Doesn't matter. It's because we got Anthony Simons. We got Yusuf Nurkic. We got Josh Hart. This new trio, can they be stopped? Anthony Simons is a grown man. I'm telling you, that dude <laughs> is hooping out there in Portland. I feel like people aren't talking about it enough. I mean, it's crazy what he's been able to do to step in ever since Dame went down. They got they shipped CJ out of town. Everybody was thinking that this is them, you know, tanking, just handing that 10th seed over to the Pelicans. And right now uh, they're above the Pelicans in the race for the 10th seed, uh, which is wild. Uh, I mean, Simons was just so good in this game, hitting big shots. You mentioned the big Nurk was just killing in the post against Steven Adams. I mean, what a win for the Blazers. I mean, how many? John Morant shot 25 free throws in this game. How often do you hear about a guy shooting 25 free throws and losing at home? Uh, right. I mean, just a, a tough-minded win for the, the the Portland Trail Blazers when everybody thought they would be, you know, doing one, two, three Cancun at this point in the season. 
they're fighting. And you got to give a lot of credit to Chauncey Billups and that staff for, you know, keeping those guys in it. And just the the way Anthony Simons is just leading these guys, which is, is crazy to hear those words even come out of my mouth. Anthony Simons is leading this Portland team and they're fighting it. And it's, they're going to be a hard out, you know, here down the stretch in that fight for the 10 seed. March 20th to April 5th. That will be the stretch to watch for this Blazers team because they could legitimately make a push for the plan. Here's here's their schedule. I'm just going to read off these teams. Tell me if you, you see any good teams here. Pacers, Pistons, Spurs, Rockets, Rockets, Thunder, Pelicans, Spurs, Spurs, Thunder. Whoa. The double that's, Rockets in there. That's this their schedule. If they can win, I mean, they can win almost all those games. And if they do, we're talking about a Blazers team that just tore everything down to just make the play-in tournament. That's going to be crazy if they do that. Uh, two streaks end in Boston tonight as the Pistons beat the Celtics at 112 to 111. The Pistons had lost eight in a row while the Celtics had won nine in a row. And both of those come to an end tonight. Uh, the new look Pacers zoom past the Wizards 113 to 108, led by their new guard Tyrese Halliburton, who had 21, 5, and 14. And their new center off the bench, Tristan Thompson, who had 17 and 6. But we did learn post game that Thompson will be bought out and will be playing for the Chicago Bulls. Speaking yeah, now, now he's their old the center, Tristan Thompson. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the Bulls. They beat, they defeat the Kings one twelve to one eighteen. Demar Derozan just unbelievable stats. I got to take a minute to just give give a nod to Demar Derozan who scored thirty eight points tonight. He broke an NBA record set by Hall of Famer Wilt Chamberlain. Derozan who made sixteen of twenty seven field goals became the first player in NBA history to score thirty five or more points and shoot fifty percent or better in seven consecutive games. Chamberlain did it six straight twice during the 1960-61 season and the 1962-63 seasons. Anytime you're breaking a Will Chamberlain record, you're doing something right, okay? When yeah. you're doing something that Wilt didn't do, uh, then, then you know, you're doing pretty good. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The Raptors beat the Timberwolves 103 to 91. Gary Trent Jr. leads the way with 30 points. The Thunder follow the Spurs 114 to 106. But Josh Giddy had a triple double tonight and became the second rookie ever to have three consecutive triple doubles. The other player to ever do this is Oscar Robertson. Some some weird historical stuff going on tonight. Uh, Atlanta beats the Magic 130 to 109. Cole Anthony pours in 23 points, seven boards, and five assists. And finally, the Suns beat the Rockets 124 to 121 in a game 
where the Rockets seemed to control it up until the last few minutes, but the Suns took control. Chris Paul did lead this game with an injured right hand. We'll have an MRI sometime today. Uh, go listen to all the podcasts on the Athletic NBA Show Network and check out Point of Contention, which is up next. Will, send us out. Ding, ding.